Good afternoon, my brothers and sisters. It's Monday afternoon, 2.30. It's raining outside. It's a beautiful day. It's been extremely hot here in Florida. But it hasn't stopped me from getting around to doing what I had told the Lord I would do, and that is to enlighten you as to what I see through the scriptures and through the blessings of the Holy Spirit. I would that you might hear what the Lord had put upon my heart. Praise be to his holy name. Let us pray. Thank you, Father God, for how you blessed, kept, and strengthened us through these days, good and bad. You've always been there, and you've always been fair with us. We let you down. You didn't let us down, O oh Lord. You still keep blessing us right on and on. And I give you praise, honor, and glory for these wondrous blessings. Giving you all thanks, all praise, all honor, and all glory in the name of Yahweh Shai, the Messiah. Hallelujah and amen. Brothers and sisters, these are trying times we live in. We don't seem to understand that times are not what we want them to be. We seem to believe that we have a right for things to get better and we have a right for everything to be what we want it to be, but how wrong we are. How terribly wrong we are. How we've missed the mark. God never promised a whole lot of things to us, only that if we would believe in him and trust in him, we would be okay. He's kept his word so far. We fail miserably. But he hasn't given up. He hasn't thrown us completely away. He's kept us. He kept us through 40, 400 years of slavery. He kept us in the midst of hard times and hates and crimes and things perpetrated on us that were so heinous that we don't even want to talk about them today. But he's still God. He's still there and he's still on the throne and he's still controlling everything in this world. All praise to his mighty name. I just wanted to mention to you today that a lot of things are changing. We got a new president there, president in the White House. Well, that's a good thing, I guess, but things are not all that they should be. I, just, I see weakness in him that I didn't see in others, and but I don't see insanity in him as I saw in Donald Trump. But all in all, we'll see how things go. Here we are again, people are getting back to work and things are moving again and we think COVID has gone away for your sake, I hope it has. I really don't believe that because I'm a firm believer in something that God begins, he's gonna use it until the very end. He has promised to do a lot of things and he said he would care for his people, he would do for us and we would be his children and he would be our God, and that was his promise to us. And we failed, but he brought us back in, and now we're trying to get back in our proper places. Those who don't get in, well, that's their thing. They do what they do. But as a believer in the Most High God, we should be ready and able at all times to come together in his name and pray for the situations that we face. It's ugly out there. There's a lot of things going out there that are really foreign to what we are used to seeing people are killing each other indiscriminately and what's so different about it is for the last portion of this year the last few portions of this year that people were were killing brown and black and bronze people like you couldn't believe for anything any reason shooting them in the back it didn't make any difference see did what they had to do, I suppose. But we suffered the consequences of it all. Young men lost for no other reason than some trigger-happy trigger cop says, well, I'm just going to kill this one right quick and be done with it. And that's exactly what they do. And they get away with it. 
Well, finally, we did see one go to jail, but he's just one of so many. And as far as white police officers, I, as a black man, am very leery about trusting them to do anything. I look at them and I think about what they've done to these others, and I say, well, I don't know if I need to carry my problems in that direction. So I would rather stay home and pray about it and see how things work out as far as letting the Most High handle the situation, whatever it may be. But they keep doing what they're doing. They had two children were runaways, and I may have spoken of this before, and and, and they were hiding in a house, and, and uh, they were robbing the house, and they found guns. They found two shotguns and a rifle, and they found a handgun, and they held the police at bay for quite a while. And they were really firing at the police, just like some movie that you might see. Now, being one who knows guns, I understand they had a lot of firepower. They must have had a lot of ammunition, too, because they held the police off for quite a while. But the whole thing about it is that both of these children were white. And the police were saying, calm down, take it easy, don't do this, don't do that, don't, just, just let them, let them come on their own, let them, they'll come to themselves, just, just be careful, don't hurt them, don't hurt them. But when it comes to black and brown children, that's, you know, shoot first and don't think about it and then shoot again to make sure. That's not really the way it ought to be. But there was even one police officer who was on camera praying, say, Lord, please don't make me kill one of these kids. Well, that's your job, I suppose. But I don't think any of the black children that you killed or the black young men that you killed carried guns or were shooting at you in any shape way, shape, form, or fashion. But these kids were shooting to kill. But finally, they gave up, and you arrested them, and they went into wherever they had to go, and you went home safe and sound that night because you came through another one. But see, you're going to see a whole lot more like that because there's a lot of stuff going out there, going on out there in those streets that's really hard to deal with. Men are robbing and killing people indiscriminately for no inordinate reason except that I just want to do it. You may be mad. I'm going to get even. You, you got me fired from my job. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to blow up the place. I'm going to burn stuff down. This is not the way things generally work. But it seems to be the new normal coming up. Oh, we're happy now for the most part, because we've got a holiday under our belt and, and we've been able to go to the beaches and the parks and this, that, and the other and do all it is that we do to make ourselves completely safe and happy and content. But things are so temporary today. I don't see how you can put so much stock in what tomorrow might bring. I know you really don't care, but it takes prayer to understand that anything could happen at any time. God made a promise a long time ago, and you seem to have missed out on that. He says, you don't know when I'm coming back. But he said, I will be back because it's my world and these are my people. So you continue to do what you do, plodding along and having you a good day as you say you need. Back to your jobs, and even they are kind of skimpy now because a lot of people are taking these few little $1,400 and $600 buyouts and just staying home. COVID it has had a toll on you, but it hasn't killed so many that you're still not as honorary as you were before it came. But I do believe that you think COVID is gone, but I don't really believe COVID has gone away. I was listening today at the news and they said that the common cold is on the way back. I never knew it left because I, I, I keep a head cold all the time. But they say it's coming back. I'm thinking in what shape, one fortune, what, 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 what kind of cold is, are you talking about here? It's going to be something awful or, or what? 
So we have no more information about that. But when I get some, I'll let you know. But what we need to be doing is thinking about who we please in this life. And, and we have given pleasure only to ourselves. And we have taken time for no one but ourselves. We have ignored God. We have ignored God's people. The churches may be open, but it's just a show. It's not what it used to be. It's just somewhere to stop by on Sunday, and most times you don't even do that anymore. These are rough days. These are terrible times, but you're going to see a lot of things that you never thought you would see before. God has promised that. You see, this world is coming to an end. But it's not the globe that's going to disappear. This world is just going to be swept clean. God said he has to clean it up because it was the inheritance of his children. Now, who might his children be? Well, according to the book of Ezekiel and Isaiah, it's God's children who are the black and brown and bronze children of this world because they are descendants of Abraham who was black. Oh, yes, he was. And we are the children and the grandchildren of Esau. Some of us, that's you, but we come through Jacob. And Jacob, Jacob is salvation for us. Esau is damnation to those who believe in the things that he believed in. You see, you've been living that Esau life for a long time. Ever since we went into slavery, you've taken over, you've you robbed, you've pillaged, you've stolen, you've confiscated, you, you got it legally, illegally, any way you could just to get everything you could get your hands on. But what are you going to do now? God said when he comes back, he's coming back for his own. Are you his? Or do you belong to someone else? Are you a part of the Holy Family, or have you joined something else? You you walk and you talk, and you claim you're a Christian, which isn't much to claim, but suit yourself. But even in that, you're there, you learn nothing, you teach nothing, you practice nothing, you just go, spend a few, mo few moments, and then you leave, and then you said, well, I had church today, and I say that's exactly what you had was church, whatever you want to call it. See, we've lost sight of what we're all about. There was one time that people had compassion for other people, even whites. But that's that, that seems to be a thing of the past. Watching them storm the White House and wanting to hang Mike Pence and hang Nancy Pelosi, that's not people with any real sense of loving their brothers and sisters. It sounds to me like you had murder at mind. And in the end run, we find out that you did because policemen were killed. People were, were hurt terribly. Some died. But you don't seem to think that matters much because you wanted your way. What did you want? Oh, that's right. You wanted Donald Trump, didn't you? Well, I'm sorry, the loser didn't make it. And now he's just a shadow of what he was, and he wasn't very much in the beginning. But now, if you get him back, I don't think he's going to be able to even come back. Everybody wants to put him in jail. Well, perhaps you'll join him and, and, and riot on the jails and tear them down and say, release Trump, like they do in some of these faraway countries where dictators take over. You know, that's who you want. Someone who can put you in charge so you can run stuff. You can hurt people, kill people, and do things at random. Well, that's exactly what happens when a country is goes into anarchy and is taken over by the so-called people. But the so-called people always seem to be a bunch of loudmouth, rowdy, ignorant, who know what? What are they? What are they? Where did they come from? These are the same grandmothers and mothers and fathers and brothers and sisters who sit in church on Sunday and they sit up there and they nod their head, listen to the preacher and haven't had a word, heard a word he said, but they consider that to be, oh, that's okay. We're going to do our thing. 
Oh, really? Are you now? I wouldn't. I would be amazed if you did anything other than what you're doing. You have problems and won't solve them. You have things going on that you just will not settle. You just want to have things in turmoil so you can just keep on doing whatever it is you're doing. I, I don't understand it. I mean, you're in love with a man who could care less whether you live or die. He's a man who hasn't very cared very much even for his own family, yet and still you cherish and praise him. I'm sure God smiles on that. You, you, you lift up the name of Trump and you don't lift up the name of Jesus. You, you lift up the name of a man who has stolen everything he has, who has misused and abused people, who has raped women, who has done every evil deed that a man with money can do, yet and still that's your boy. Well, you can have his sorry behind. I don't think anybody's going to come after you if you take him. I don't even believe if you came and stormed the jail and, 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 and he was locked in there, they would just let him go. Here, take him. We didn't want him anyway. He's a pathetic human being. He's a lost person. And he hasn't just gotten that way. He has been that way. He has lied his way through life. He has been an ignoramus and a halfwit most of his days. Now he's just an old, senile, sickly old man. He looks bad. He dresses badly. I wouldn't be surprised if he smelled badly. Because he just doesn't seem like he's up to par anymore. He never was that much to talk about in the first place. But you would take the lives of men and women who work in the Congress and even the Senate and dare to say hang them over Donald Trump? That is sad. That is sad. You are pathetic human beings. Anyone who would follow someone with the IQ of a cucumber would know better. You, you, you just don't even believe what you see in yourself. You sit and you deny that he does the things that he does. And, well, I don't know why we're talking about him, but it just got to say it. You don't have the good sense to realize that he took you, just like he took his father and his children and anybody else that got around him. He took them for everything they were worth. He soaked his children for everything he could get. The only one he couldn't do anything with was his wife. And she did the smart thing. She got out of Dodge. She packed her bags, packed her son, and left him. Let him fight his own battle. So whatever happens to him is immaterial to her. And to most people in this country, what happens to Donald Trump is immaterial. Even if they put him back in office, what would he do? besides just sit there and stare at the wall. The man had not much education as it was, and he really has no intellectual prowess whatsoever, so he's pretty much useless to you. I would have thought you would have had better sense than go out and grab someone, at least someone that has some idea of what's going on. But no, he, he's what you wanted. And he's what you got. But he's gone now. But I will say one thing about him. I don't know if this is much of an accolade, but Putin liked him. So I guess that gives him some kind of credibility. But to me, he was a loser from day one. It was a sad, sad day that he walked into the White House. He was a lost old man. Then, and he's a lost and even worse, pathetic old man today. But God knew all these things were going to happen. He gave you Donald Trump just to show you how naive and foolish you are. You fell for it, didn't you? 
course, it wasn't hard. You listen to some of you when they were on the road and some of the ignorance that came out of your mouths about this man and what he was going to do and what he had done. And he was a liar and a con man. And you fell for it. Everything he touched, he lost. When he ran for president, they had already confiscated his airplane and they were taking his properties all around the country and the world. He just is a loser. But you just didn't see it. Well, if you get him back, more power to you. He'll be just one more that goes with you down into that pit that you keep digging for yourself, which is fine with me. I don't have a problem with it. I don't care about him. Don't think about him. He's not much to think about anyway. So let's get back to you. What is it that you want from a most God, most high God, the one who sits high and looks low? Are you one who wants to please him? Or are you one that's pleasing yourself? Explain that to me. God told you how to live. You have been going to your Christian church all your lives, most of you. Did you learn anything about God and his son? Did you learn that God is a God of love and compassion and that his son loved the world so much that he gave his only, God gave his only son, compassion for you. Were you worth it? Absolutely not. You prove that every day. But what else can we do except look at the situation from our side of the our side of the desk and I see one thing. If you don't wake up, there's going to be a rude awakening for you, my friend. I don't know what it'll be. It doesn't concern me what it is because I'm rooted and grounded in the Lord and I'm not changing for you or anybody else. You keep on doing just what you're doing. And you've got some real surprises coming. Because when you stand before the throne of grace and the books are opened and in those books are the ledgers of your life and what you have done in this life, what have you put in that book? That you followed Donald Trump to the White House to kill people? Hundreds of you. What's in the book of many of the rest of you? What, what is it when you go in there and you, and you try to beat a police officer to death for no other reason, reason than telling you this is your building that you're breaking into? Why are you doing this? But you got yourself into what they call a kill frenzy. Not unusual with people who are of low IQ and you fit the low IQ. I don't feel sorry for you. So help me. I guess that I could, but I'm not God. I wouldn't hurt you for the world. But if you don't wake up, Nothing I would do would bring you to where you need to be anyway. And you have all the information. You have all that you need to get your life together with the Most High God, but you refuse to do anything about it. You sit back and you listen to people who are just as bad as Trump expound about what you should do to get him back in office. And he says he's going to be reinstated. There's no such thing in the government that says you reinstate a president. Either you win an election or you lose an election. He's not going to be dog catcher. You can't fire him and then reinstate him as dog catcher. That's not going to work. And he wouldn't make much of a dog catcher anyway because he doesn't like dogs, okay? Personally, I do. Better than I like him. But this is what you're dealing with. 
I don't know if if you hear this or, or if you would even listen to it. It's up to you. But I'm coming to you straight, straight at you, and 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 if you don't like it, good. But you, you've lost it. You've lost it all. And now you're in the box where from that point you're going to lose your soul to go along with everything else that you have given up. Don't be surprised now if things don't get better. The store shelves are empty, but that's okay. It'll get better. People are getting on airplanes, fighting with the flight attendants and cursing out the pilots and Things are going to get better. People are going into places and pulling out guns and just shooting people indiscriminately. Talking about white folks now, but it's going to get better. You rob, you cheat, you steal, you lie, you connive, you're whoremongers and everything else I can think to call you, but you're going to get better and you got time before the Lord returns to claim his own. Now, I didn't say you couldn't change. I just don't believe you got it in you. That's the way I feel about it, and that's personal. And I'm sorry about that, but you've proven it. How you could walk into a place like that and, and, and try to destroy the seat of government just because you want to, like someone owes you something. You don't own anything. Everything in this country is owned by one people, and that's the rich. You don't own anything. Most of you with your big houses, you owe somebody. If you got new cars and new trucks, you owe somebody. Nobody's going to pay your debt for you. You think Trump cares if somebody repossesses your debt, your, your truck and your house and your car and everything else? Do you think anybody cares? Oh, the, the awakening is going to be the rough part. When your eyes open up and you're going to find out that you're not where you thought you were going to be. There's nothing holy about you. There's nothing holy about evil. Evil is evil, and God says it is a sin, and he will destroy sin. It will be thrown into the pit with the evil one, who is the devil. His evil is going with him, and you are trying to chase behind that. Well, chase on. I don't want any parts of it. And believe me, God told his people, don't reach out hands for those that are lost. If they don't hear, let them suffer what it is they have to suffer for. Too bad, though. At one time, this country had a lot of potential. As one who spent time in the military, I was proud of every day that I spent in the military. I have no shame about my military time. It was... To me, it was where I grew up. I went from a boy to a man. And it did me good things. It gave me good thoughts. It made me want things. And in time, it led me back to the Lord. But you, well, we'll see, won't we? I'm going to wrap this up. I hope you get something. If anything else, you at least should be angry with me. Go ahead. I can take it. I really don't care. And that's why I'm talking to you the way I'm talking to you. Like I would talk to you if you were my own child sitting in front of me. I'm 80 years old. What can you do to me that makes me really get upset? My days of getting upset are over. I got blood pressure problems and everything else, heart problems, you name it, because I used to get upset. I don't get upset anymore. So you don't trouble me. 
But I'm going to leave you with this. Try God. Try the Savior. And find out something that's real. And stop pretending you're something you're not. You're a bunch of lost children. Staggering around, running into each other with no direction. Because you're following behind men. You better get behind God. Reach out. Take his hand. Become a part of him. Stop all of this. Good morning, brothers and sisters. This is Elder Martin coming to you from Orange Park, Florida. It's Sunday morning. The month of June. Sunny day. The day to give God praise, honor, and glory. Pray with me quickly. Thank you most high that you have kept us to this moment. Give us your strength and the power that we need, Lord, to persevere in this world that is going in all the wrong directions. We realize, Lord, it's your direction because destruction is going to come whether we like it or not. And in the midst of it all, you will be praised. You will be given all the honor and all the glory. All praises be to you in the name of Yahweh Shai, the earth mother of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, this will be a long podcast that I'm going to do this morning. This is just the beginning of it. And it's concerning the things that are going on today. We are seeing so much evil perpetrated in this world that it's just unbelievable. It seems like even our government has failed us. It, it lies, it cheats, it steals, it misuses and abuses. It does things that are contrary to your will and to your way. Yet and still we have those who stand on the sideline and cheer them on in their disobedience to the Most High God. We ask you today, O oh Lord, if you would just be a part of what is going on in this thing and bring it to where it would be, Lord, that your people might benefit. You see, not all of us belong to this era and the things that are going on right now. We have higher and more lofty goals, and those goals are to be a part and an intricate part of you and a life that was promised by you and your holy word. You have told us in your scriptures through your son, Yahweh Shai, that after he was crucified, he says, not to worry. He said, I go to prepare a place for you. If it were not so, I would have told you. For in my father's house are many mansions. Now, we misinterpret that in many, many ways, but that's okay. You get the gist of it. It's not about mansions. It's not about housing. It's not about anything of that nature. Well, you see, God's people, those who went into 400 years of slavery and torture and torment and murder, are the ones who are going to inherit. What are we going to inherit? The earth. This is what the Lord has given to us. You see, in the earth is what man is on today who claims himself to be in charge of all that is and all that ever was. And all that's coming for him is destruction, mayhem, and murder. We, so, we see so many people hurting, so many people suffering, so many people going through things that was just unimaginable at one time. We've come out of era of wars and pestilence and just some of the most evil things that could ever perpetrate this earth, and we're still going through them. Reasoning is God is allowing it to happen because he's doing something that he said he would do for his people. And that's that one-third that's coming out when it's time for them to take over this earth. He did that for us. All this is for us. You see, it was given to us. It was our inheritance through Jacob, whose father was Abraham. And we will get our inheritance again. Man took what we had as a people and misused it and abused it and turned this world into a cesspool of sin and degradation, hate, murder, rape, 
pillage, burn, steal, whatever they can do to get more and more of what it is that makes them happy. And they accumulate and they build and they do all of these things, but they're still a people most miserable because they do not do it in the name of the Most High God. There's nothing I can do about that. There's nothing any of us can do about that except accept God for who he is and be, be obedient to his word. You see, if you do what God has said to do, you'll walk in the light that he wants you to walk in. He'll send you into places that he would have you to go, not places that you would choose. He will prepare places for you. He will make safe places for you. We will find a safe haven, but it will be under the auspices of the Most High God. You have to understand he runs this show. We have no power. We can't change anything. As a race, we have not enough power to take care of our own piddling little things that go on. You know we can't get involved in the workings of government. No one listens to us. We can't be a part of what is going on in this world. Nobody cares about us, but that's all right because God cares. The Most High said we are the apple of his eye. We were the same ones who at one time ruled this earth. Bronze, black, brown people. Yes, we did. We were kings and princesses and queens, and we ruled different things over this whole earth. Countries came to us when it was something that they need. People of other status came to us to have that status increased or raised, and it was us who made it all happen. But from what I read, we had too much of a good thing. And in a time when we should have been giving God all the praise, honor, and glory, we were worshiping false idols, silver and gold, and everything that glitters, and we thought we were really something. Thinking that the Most High God did not look down and know exactly what we were doing. And when he had enough, he came and he picked the prophet Ezekiel. And he says, come to me, prophet, and let me show you something. And he showed Ezekiel us as we were in our base nature, doing the most evil and heinous things that we could ever think of. God was angry to the point of where he wanted to destroy each and every one of us. But he held his hand. The prophet said, Lord, are you going to destroy them all? God never gave him an answer of yes or no. But he did give us a ray of hope when he told Ezekiel, I'll tell you what, I'll always be there for them. In other words, in one sort of way, we're going to still be around, praying and hoping for the best. You need to think about that today. What we have is not complete. We will receive everything that God has for us, but we are still in the backlash of that 400 years of slavery, misuse and abuse, being hated, being killed, being used to death, just being worn out by the wants and the privilege of others. These days are coming to an end. Look around you. What do you see in your streets? Murders and mayhem and, and, and rapes and thievery and thuggery and just some of everything evil that you can think of. Man is proclaiming to be God himself, putting himself above the most high because he thinks he is so great. He's doing everything. The families that used to be a strong unit at one time have just dissolved into little or nothing. It's amazing to sit and watch from the times that I was a young man to the times that I see now, and it's unbelievable how things have gone completely down a dark path. 
It was difficult in my day. I'm a child of two wars, World War II, Korea, which was a policing action, Desert Storm, which was another so-called policing action. All these in the name of freedom and releasing people from the bondages of sin and, and degradation of the evil folk who are ruling over them, but things haven't changed. We put our troops in there and many die. Many young and aspiring young men have perished. Young women have perished in the deserts and in the jungles. And all through World War II, so many have gone so many different ways. We have cemeteries and memorials to them all, but we don't really care. The family cares because we loved our children. Color has no barrier when it comes to love of your children. But they suffered together with brothers of all colors and sisters of all colors and died in each other's arms many times. They don't want to talk about that. You see, we want to move beyond that because everything now is concerning power. I want, I want, I want what I want, and I want it now. I want to be powerful. I want to be president. I want to be king. I want to be the, the head of all things. I want to do this and do that and not qualified to do much of anything. So much hate. And it's a noted fact, if you've ever hated, you know, you should know that hate will eat you up. It will wear you out. And it's wearing out this world. And don't think God is not aware of everything that is going on. He's aware of everything we're doing. He knows just how we're doing it. He's not giving anybody a pass in any way, shape, or form. God says for the things that you do against him, you will pay a price. You see, all of us have to stand before a most highly God, high God one day. And we're going to answer to the sins that we have committed in these bodies. Now, you might not like that. Too bad. It's going to happen. But when you stand before a holy God, can you say that you really deserve his grace, his mercy, and his salvation? with the evils that you have perpetrated. We're looking at the cities that were burned that black people had built in St. Louis and, 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 and different places, Wall Street, Black Wall Street, they called it. And, and they were burned to the ground to, to the point that it just disappeared. Nothing left. All because of a few dissident white folks who decided that they didn't want that to be anymore. So they said, let's take it, let's burn it down. And they laid by waiting for an excuse and they did so. And this was right after World War II that they destroyed these cities built by black people, ran by black people, not assuming or asking them for anything, not praying for someone to give them a loan that they might do what they might do. They worked. They made it, they built it, and they lived in it. They didn't infringe upon anybody. They even loaned money to good white folks when they needed it. When white folks couldn't get it from white folks, we gave it to them. But they repaid us with treachery and murder and everything evil. But the young black men coming out of World War I were armed to the teeth. You see, they were allowed to bring everything that they had home with them. That meant their, their guns and everything else. And when some of these riots started, many, many white folks died because they never expected black folks to fight back. And the thing about it is, this is how God works. Not so many black fought, but they had as many fighting white fighting beside them because they had fought together on a plateaus of France in the trenches 
trying to defeat the Germans. They did their part and they worked as brothers and they protected one another and they watched over one another. And even in these streets and homes that were being burned down and destroyed, they had to fight white against white. That's just the way it goes sometimes. You see, once you get to know black folk, if you really care to find out what they're all about, you, 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 you don't understand that you couldn't find a better friend. We are a loving, caring race of people. Oh, you see the base nature of some. There's, there's a base nature in all religions, races, and everything else. You've got that, that small portion that's going to be evil regardless of what anyone does. They're going to do wrong regardless of what anyone does or says because that is the nature of man. But there are also many, many good people who are concerned about nothing more than making a better life for themselves and, and better life for those around them. We're not what you think we are. We're not just runaway slaves or freed slaves who got a break, got a break in life. No, we're a, a people who were a true ruling class at one time. And we had democracies. We had people who cared about people. We were scientists, doctors, we were builders. We did it all. We were a people unto ourselves. But we let the same thing that is destroying the world today take it over now. And is that is just this, greed and avarice. I want what I want and I'll get it any way I have to get it. Whoever gets in my way, move or die. And this is the adage today. This is what folk do today. This is how they feel today. Things have not changed since the 1800s, the 1700s. They still have something to hate. And that hate is given all to us. They are jealous of who we are and what we are. They are jealous of how we can smile with one another and, and, and care for one another and cherish one another even in the midst of evil being perpetrated on us. That's who we are. But you don't know us because you don't want to. You want what you want. You want to run it all. You want to be it all. Well, as far as this world goes, the portion that you're going to get, you can have. The book of Ezekiel, it says that the Lord is going to come and draw all of his people out. And they will come out with great substance. And when they come out with that great substance, they're also going to come out with those who believe what they believe. So you see, it's only going to be one third of the black folks left to do this. But we're going to bring out many, many other races and beliefs. They're going to come out with us. But there'll be one deciding factor that is if they believe in the most high God, they will be holding on to us. We will be there for their salvation. Because God has said it will be this way. And we will be surrounded and protected. And God said, I will put a barrier around my people and they will find rest. He didn't say we were going to have to get out and fight again. He said, no, you're going to find rest. I'm going to put you in a place of rest and I'm going to put a barrier around you and no one will be able to penetrate that barrier. And it will be guarded by the very angels of the Most High. So we will be comforted. We will find once again laughter and joy and true love of one another that we have innately within us and can do because we are suppressed, misused, and abused so very much. Oh, we have a few of us that think we got it going on because we got a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But you don't really know what you really were once 
at a, just a few hundred years ago was something pretty great. You were pretty high up on the scale. You were the movers and the shakers on this earth. When people needed, they came to you and you knew how to provide the gold, the silver, the whatever else was needed, the things that were built and made and the, how to do it and what to do. That's where they came. They came to us. And it'll be like that again. But you don't care. Because you're just worried about these few days that's left on this side of that new earth that's coming. The new earth won't be a different ball in the sky. The new earth will be this land here. Because God says he's sick and tired of seeing you destroy his land. You flood it with oil. You kill the soil. You kill what's in it. You kill the animals. You don't care. You indiscriminately murder anything. One of the most heinous things you have done is the travesty that you put upon the red men of this nation. You couldn't figure out any other way to wipe them out because they fought too well. Not only did they fight well, they were fighting alongside us because we joined them. They are our brothers and our sisters. And we fought well together. So you decided that we'll figure if we can't get them, we'll get what they need. So they killed out a whole generation of buffalo. You see, the buffalo provided everything for our for our preservation. His wool provided the warmth and, and the comfort of the cold days and nights and, and the flesh provided for the, the food and, and the meat and e even the medicines and all we needed. So you figure that if you'd slaughter the buffalo down to the numbers that were so astounding that you we just couldn't make it. But we didn't go down that easy, did we? We fought you to the last. We never stopped fighting you. We never stopped, never gave in to you. We never let it go. We just kept on going. You destroyed the tribes. But today the tribes still survive. You tried to destroy all black folk, but we're still here and we're not going anywhere. You, 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 you went overseas and you tried to destroy as much over there that didn't agree with your policies and your terms, but we're still there and they are still there. You see, you're not all that you think you are, my friends. And I'm talking to you white folk, you good white folk out there who feel so much sympathy for us. Feel sympathy for yourself because God is not happy. He is not pleased with who you are, what you are, and what you've done. If you think God is going to co-sign for the evil that you perpetrated, you are so wrong. And a time is coming when you're going to know all about it, and it's not too far away. The signs in the sky and the signs in the, in the heavens and, and, and the dreams and, and the prophecies that are coming out today are letting you know that you are running out of time. But that's your choice because you're running after frivolous things that have no meaning. You want to be richer. You're never satisfied with being rich. You want it all. You want it all for yourself. You don't want anybody else to have anything but you. Well, you've got it all. And you're going to leave it all right on the battlefield when you go at war against the Most High God. And it's going to be a lot of folk destroyed. Some are going to be destroyed in war. Some are going to be destroyed by the weather. Some are going to be destroyed by animals. You see, there's no getting away from what God has in store for those who don't love him. And believe me, you can't fool God talking about, oh, I, I love the Lord. No, you don't. If you did, you'd show it. Oh, I, I'm, I got religion. Yeah, anybody can get religion. Do you have the most high in your heart? Is he first in your life? Or are you dependent upon him to do everything for you because you realize that you are just a wretched human being, sinful and evil, who he has to 
protect from themselves sometimes. No, you think you're doing just great because you think everything is coming your way. You are most pathetic and you are sad and you are losers. But you think you've got it going on. God help you when things really get bad. Since the COVID virus came in, you've been ripping and running. You've, you, you've been putting up stores. You've been trying to run to the hills to hide. You've been doing everything under the sun. Well, you think it's gone now. You think God can't bring it back with a vengeance if he sees fit to? He made it in the first place. There is nothing God created that he knows nothing about. Nothing was made except by him. Are you so naive as to believe that things happen by osmosis, that things just, oh, just happen? Stop fooling yourself. God will not be mocked. He will not be misused, abused, betrayed, or anything of that nature. So what you need to do is wake up. Wake up and figure out what it is you're going to do, where you're going to go from here, and how you're going to get there. I can tell you, you probably wouldn't believe, but it doesn't matter to me if you believe or not. It's not going to change. The only thing you can do is go before the throne of grace and bow the knee to the Most High God and pray for deliverance from the sin that is plaguing your heart, your life, your family, and everything that's around you. To help you to lose your destructive and evil nature. Oh, I know. I'm telling you something that you already know, and you know it's something that you're not going to do. This is why God says that the majority of this whole earth is going to be destroyed. But not the land. That's why it's going to be a whole lot of bones around because there's going to be a whole lot of folks to die just because they trifle with God. Don't you have any sense of understanding that you did not make yourself? Do you still believe that you came from a primordial soup in a swamp somewhere and you went from a tadpole to a human being? How much of a fool are you? You will believe anything as long as it fits your criteria. You will trust anything as long as it doesn't go against what you want and what you want to do. But you cannot outdo God. Just because he gives you time to repent doesn't mean that time won't run out. He hasn't told us to repent, so we try our best to repent. We try our best to make amends with God for the evils that we have done. We suffered 400 years of hard bondage and still dealing with that bondage today. But you think you got it going on, don't you? Do you think God is turning a blind eye to the things you do in this life? Do you think he has not shined a light upon all the evil that you have perpetrated in this world? Do you believe he doesn't care because you have destroyed every single thing that you touch? You could care less as long as you have your good times, your ways, doing things the way you want to do them. Let me make my money. Uh, big cars, big house, everything a, a good rich man needs, you got. And, and you are worse than the worst fool because none of these things matter. God made it. God made it come to you and he can make it go away from you. You should know that for yourself. Look back into the ages of your own people, how much you've gone from something to nothing. You started off as nothing. Just a tribe that was a small tribe that proliferated and got a break and God used to punish us. But the punishment now is for you.
It's a new day. It's all about you. What are you going to do? And how are you going to do it? You don't have the slightest idea. Your churches are closed. And if they're not closed, they're not preaching anything. You're not learning from the word of God. You're learning from bits and pieces that some preacher has sat down and wrote on a piece of paper. If he wanted you to know the truth, he would show you how to get the truth. But you don't believe in anything. You're too busy being you. Well, keep on. Because by heaven and earth, your day is coming. And it's going to be rough. But you think you can make it. You keep trying to make it without God. You're just fooling yourself. And believe this, that pay is coming. And it's coming in a most horrendous way. That's part one of this message. Give God the praise. Ignore anything that was in there that didn't sound quite right. I'll be doing enough of these that you'll be able to put it together and make sure they match up. For those who hear, I pray that God would bless you. For those who don't hear, I don't know what to tell you. If you don't praise, you lose. Suit yourself. Shalom.